Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! Here comes the money! Money, 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 money! Alan Bell. The AB3 on The Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. All right, and we're joined now on the 42 Degrees, the source hotline by Alan Bell, the AB3, driving the line. Alan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. Doing fantastic, man. You did all right? Uh, yeah, we were we were talking about a couple um a, a couple different food items in an earlier segment, so I figured Ooh. you'd you know let's let's get you to weigh in here. Bread and butter, right here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. He's he's rubbing his hands together. He's like, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for this. All right. Um, when you get a when you get a shake or a frosty, what is the what is the base of the? Is it vanilla? Is it chocolate? Is it strawberry? Ooh. All right. So that's a great call. All right. Wendy's it's chocolate. McDonald's it's strawberry. All right, now, sometimes McDonald's, it's tough to find a strawberry. It used to be like a classic. Some of them get a little lazy on us out there. Uh, but, yeah, McDonald's, strawberry, Wendy's, definitely go with the chocolate. So I always go base vanilla, and I got made fun of. I got struck down earlier by a, by a bunch of people who were in the <laughs> studio, and they were like, what What do you what do? You do Do you stay in the right lane on the interstate a lot? And I was like, actually, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, like, I like vanilla ice cream. I think it's, I think it's a good base. So you don't even go like the half vanilla, half chocolate. You just go straight vanilla. I don't mind the swirl. I don't mind the swirl, but I, I would prefer the vanilla. Yes. Hey, to each their own, man. You know what I mean? Like it's all about you how you like to get down. So you like to live life on the edge a little bit. Okay. Well, then let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you about donuts because okay. predictably, I like glazed donuts. I like a just good old fashioned glazed donut done right. That's where I'm going to keep my donut, um, you know, consumption. Where where are you at on donuts, and how crazy are you willing to get with them? Oh, yeah. All right, so look, I am equal opportunity donut. There's very few that I don't like, all right? Now, the, the standard for me is the old-fashioned cake donut. That's my favorite, all time, all right? Now, number two, and don't be wrong, I like a glazed donut. <laughs> not, you're not incorrect there. My number two is... The frosted, uh, the pink frosted. Oh, right? okay. Those are pretty good. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, that. that's my number two. And then number three, I do like a filled donut. Like, blueberries, pretty good. Um, if you could get, like, an apple, like, that's my go-to. But they're tough to find. You can't get picky. You know what I mean? Right. So, so you, you're in on, like, the jelly inside and, like, the, the oh, junk yeah. inside? Yeah. A Boston cream? Oh, dude, those are... Like, when you're in the mood for one, it can't be, like, it's not going to be in your top three, but, like, it's good when you haven't had one in a while. Yeah. It, okay, so this is all in the same lines. This is all in the same lines. I guess I'm finding out a lot about myself today. I guess I'm a pretty boring guy. <laughs> uh, like, when I get a bagel, it's just cream cheese, like, regular cream cheese. Everybody's putting all this random stuff in their cream cheese now. I, it's It doesn't have to be a plain bagel. Like, it, I like the I like the everything bagel. But regular cream cheese is definitely the only way on that for me. For me, yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't say a negative thing on that one. Like I, I go 
uh, I think it's a Philadelphia. They have like a jalapeno cream cheese. Oh, but I'm not like straying far from what you're saying. Like I, I don't get too crazy with them as well. Like if if I went to the place and all they had was just regular cream cheese, I'm right there with you. That's okay, exactly how I get that. That's good. All right, we uh, we straightened all that out. I I think we once again we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, all right, it's been fun. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you. Uh, no, you've been absolutely crushing the uh, college baseball bets world. What's uh, wh- what are you on to? What are you smelling right now in the first couple day, uh, you know, weeks of the season here? Yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun so far. You know, really, what you try to find are teams that are consistent, right? Like they don't have to win every game, but you want to find a team that is just consistent, like a high level of predictability of what you're going to get, right? Like, they don't have to be the best hitting team. They don't have to be the best pitching team. But just a team that's just solid. And I'll give you some examples, right? Uh, TCU and Duke have been phenomenally consistent. I mean, you just know what you're going to get out of those teams. Texas is in that group. Uh, Coastal Carolina um, is in that group. Alabama is in that group. The tough part is that you got some teams um, like, Tennessee is absolutely consistent, but they have been playing high school teams, right? Like, yep. it's tough to gauge what you're going to get out of those. But, yeah, man, like, TCU, Texas, Coastal, uh, those teams have just been all over consistent. Uh, what are you watching for – because now we start to turn our attention to uh, bracket talk and, and all this stuff. So there's there's a whole bunch of different ways to approach this, whether, you know, if you're trying to identify a team – that you're going to saddle up with in the NCAA tournament. Are you, like, how do you start that process? Obviously, you've been watching the season all year, and you know how it's played out, and you have sticking memories of, of whichever team. But, like, how, how far are you diving into the metrics on these guys? What goes, what goes well, what doesn't? Like, how are you selecting the team that you're going to, that you're going to, that those are going to be your boys in March? Yeah, yeah, I mean, pretty similar to what we just said with baseball, right? Like, now we're getting the full picture. And again, man, it's about finding teams that are just consistent. Like, we don't have to have the best team in the country. Like, we talked about it last week. Purdue is going to be the most fascinating team because obviously they've got Zach Eady, but they can shoot from outside, man. Like, if they keep just a a level of consistent shooting, right? Like, they're going to be brutally difficult to beat. But if they go cold from the outside, dude, good luck, man. Good luck, right? So, it's kind of finding those teams. You know, you hate to, to bring up a, a chalk team, but UConn, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah, I know that, you know, Creighton blew them out, which, by the way, we called on that one. Howie Schwab was all over that one. Hell yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's, you know, that's it. Creighton, like, I don't know a team in the country that would have walked into that place that night won that game. It wasn't going to happen, man. Creighton's all over it, right? But UConn's a pretty consistent team. Um, Tennessee is a pretty consistent team. They're not the best team out there. But they play good defense, they play good offense, man, and they're quiet. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't hear a lot about them. So, it, it's trying to find teams like that. Like, Kansas is brutally difficult to figure out, right? Um, Kentucky is insanely difficult to figure out. So, it, it, it's getting rid of the, the high-variance team. And that's just like a nice, quiet, you know I mean? a nice vanilla ice cream <laughs> right down the middle. That's what we want. Vanilla bets with Alan Bell. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. so that's the tricky thing about the tournament, too. There, I mean, and there's so many different ways to do it. Like, my, you know, it, it's tough to, we've seen this play out for as many years as it's existed. We have bracket challenges and stuff like that. 
and you look it up, you, you look at the 16 games in your first day, and you're like, oh my God, I only hit eight out of 16. I'm dead. <laughs> my, my bracket challenge is over. And that's how it goes every single year. So are you, like, when you're betting the tournament specifically, are you thinking about individual games or are you thinking a little bit more about, all right, I, I, I can take this team in advance? Like, I'm looking at, uh, you know, Creighton is plus 650 to go to the Final Four, you know, or, or you know, bets like that. Yeah. Where a little bit, you, you have a little bit more wiggle room rather than just, you know, getting the one game. On the other side, if you lose the one game, you know, you're out either way. Yeah, no, no, that's an excellent question, right? Like, are you going for, you know, build yourself some insurance or are you going game by game? For me, it's it's more game by game. Um, I, I'll definitely look right now at the futures market, but yeah, man, like, it, it, the tournament is just, it's so matchup friendly, right? Like, you, you, you can find diamonds in the rough. And teams that you know that give up a ton of threes, like, you know, against a team that just shoots a ton of threes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's so many different ways uh, that you can find yourself some nice little um, edges, so to say. Now it doesn't mean that they always play out that way, but right. I think that you know I found just for me as a better, I found way more success by going game by game um, than going you know final four things like that. Because especially the last couple years, and this year is going to be the same way. There's so much parity, man. Like, you just don't know. And you can see a Purdue get bounced in the first round, or they could go to the, you know, Elite Eight, man. It, it, it's really tough, though. Hey, by the way, you mentioned the uh, the Creighton win over UConn last week. They have been uh, garnering some more attention this week because of something that happened in that game, which was people stormed the court correctly, apparently, or at least the security did a good job. There was a whole bunch of photos yesterday that were going around, and it showed – all the security people at our at our arena downtown just walling off the UConn team and escorting them back into their locker room while everybody stormed the court safely. And now this has been a huge conversation from what happened over the weekend. Any takes on court storming? Oh, yeah. Look, well, first off, look, you want to go and get the job done like a professional, you go to Creighton. You go to right? Omaha, baby. That's right. Idiots that are doing out there. No, man. Like, <laughs> I actually like that. Like, you can tell that, you know, the security and the staff and, and, you know, everybody, you know, involved with the arena, like, they had a plan. You know what I mean? And, like, they, they just had a plan. They talked about it before and said, look, this could happen. If it does, get you coming out of there. I right? Like, literally that. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm just saying that a plan. I like that. I love it. Like, like, it's like that meme of, like, the security guard touching no one. Like, you could just walk in, you know, with a tank. You know, just, just like whatever. Um, yeah, man, like give them credit. Like they, like the, the staff there had a plan, executed it. Exactly. I mean, that's what professionals do. Yep. Just, just prepared. That's that's all it is. It's not that hard. Uh, all right, AB. Uh, appreciate it as always. We'll let you go, and um, we're we're getting close to that time of year. I'm fired up for it. Talk to you soon. Me too. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. AB Allen Bell of the AB Three and driving the line. Stumping the Schwab, doing the whole thing every day. By the way, we got a comment from before on uh, on Nebraska making a run in the NCAA tournament that I tweeted out, but I we, we I have to read it because I think it's such a great conversation, a great talking point. Uh, Joel writes in. Hi, Joel. Imagine Barkley discussing Kese. Imagine Nebraska making a run into the Sweet 16, or win, even if it's just winning a game on that first day, and they're going through all the highlights of the second day, whatever it is. And they're going through all the highlights, and they're like, who's this kid? 
I don't even want to do an impression because it would be bad, probably. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, don't look get at uh, look at Tominga. You know? Him and uh him and Shaq. Uh Charles Barkley they, would hundred percent amazed. They would not know how to pronounce Casey. No. Kesey. No. I don't think anybody on that show would probably even Ernie. They would keep calling him Kesey. But isn't that the dream? Like, this is the dream. So Nebraska has a bit of a of a wide you know, spread on what they're going to get. Like, are they going to be uh, on a game-to-game basis? Are they going to be good on Like, if they're supernova offense combined with effort defensively, like what we saw the other night and what we saw against Michigan, and, like, that is going to be – like, Jack Mitchell would die. He, he would just pass out and die probably. But it would also – create a really interesting effect for how people were discovering this. And it's like, this, this is such a fun team. This is an amazing team. They just let everything go, and they got to the NCAA tournament. So who knows? It Like, only in your wildest dreams are you getting that version of Nebraska basketball if and when they make the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. But like I said, your wildest dreams could come true in the NCAA tournament. You never know, do you? And your greatest nightmare could come true, too. You might run into St. John's in the in the – Big East tournament, if you're Creighton, you know, not that the Big East tournament matters that much. Or might, might run into St. John's in the NCAA tournament. Who knows? It's a, it's a place where nobody knows what's going to happen, and the points don't matter. May God bless your soul. <laughs> All right, Josh, will bring you the odd news when we return on the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. The Connor Happer Show. Follow us on Twitter at Happer Show for all the latest news and views. We may even say something interesting once in a while. Unlikely. Really, guys? 